0: Good morning Nachum. Good morning, Shabbos everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Lech Lecha. According to the Chinuch, there is one mitzvah found in this week's parsha, and that is the mitzvah of Bris circumcision, which Avramavinu performs at the age of 99. With Lech we begin Jewish history, and we have, according to the Rambam, we have the first six of the tests that Avraham Avinu was tested. According to Rashi, we have the first eight the Mishnah in the fifth chapter of Avos tells us that Avram Avinu, our father Abraham, was tested with 10 tests and he passed them all. And Rabbi Chaim Velajna says very powerfully on that Mishnah that Avram Avinu is called Avram, our father, because just as each and every one of us has within ourselves part of our father and our mother's DNA so too we have some of Avram Avinu's DNA and our ability to overcome challenges and tests that come our way as our people have undergone and withstood over the last several thousands of years Partly is due to the fact that part of Avram Avinu is with in us. I'd like to share with you a challenging Gemara, which is found at the very beginning of this week's parsha. In verse one of Parshas Lech Lucha, Hashem says to Avraham. Go, lecha, go, meartzacha, from your land, mi moladitacha, from your birthplace, mi besavicha, from your father's home, to the land that I will show you. Now, listen carefully to the next verse. The next verse has four different parts, phrases. One, ves chalagoy godol, and I will make you. Into a great nation. Secondly, Vavorechacha, I will bless you. Thirdly, I will, Vagadlo Shemecha, I will make your name great. And finally, and you shall be a blessing. Now, you have to ask yourself, what didn't you understand? So Rashi comes along, and Rashi shares with you. The Gemara, in Impsachim, Kuf Yitzayin, 117b, the teaching of Lakish, And Lakish says that aside from the literal translation of the verse, as we translated a moment ago, that which we say every day in our Shmona Esrei, and every single day at least, three times a day, over Shabbos, four, because we have a Musaf, please God, tomorrow. So, says Reish Shlokish, when the Torah says, agoi I will make you into a great nation, Zesha omrim, this is the source of that which we say in the first blessing of every Shmona Esrei, Elokei Avraham, that... God is the God of Abraham. The second phrase, I will bless you. "Zer sheomrim," this is what encouraged the Anshe Knesses when establishing the blessing to say, Eloke Yitzchak," the God of Yitzchak. When it says, "Agadlo I will make your name great. "Zer sheomrim," Yaakov. So the first three phrases respond or correspond to Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. Continues Lakish in the Gemara. Yocho, I might think I might think that the conclusion of the bracha, the chasima would be Baruch Hashem, Morgain the one God who protects Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, just as the three of them are hinted at in this verse. Continues the Gemara, Talmud Lomar, the last phrase, bracha, and you shall be a bracha. What does that mean? You shall be the bracha. We conclude with you, Hashem, mogein Avraham, and not with them. Now, Clearly, this is cryptic. I strongly recommend that you look in the Sifsei Chachamim, who tries to explain and to see where within the text itself this might be alluded to. But given the significance of this piece of Talmud, I'd like to share with you one or two very interesting insights into this Gemara, into this Bracha, which are exceedingly powerful and practical. At first glance, the Gemara is most difficult to understand because, after all, what is happening is we are basically saying, oh my goodness, can't Avraham share the wealth? Can't Avraham allow the blessing to be concluded, Avram Yitzhak, and Yaakov, it doesn't sound right that Avram should keep the wealth to himself, especially since we find in the Talmud, the Gemara in Sanhedrin, Kufhei Amidbeis 105b, teaches that bakol the nature of man, might be to be jealous of Everyone, chutz except mi bno u except for your son, except for your student. And here, Avraham would certainly, quote, share the wealth with Yitzhak and Yaakov. So how are we to understand this Gemara? So the Kutzka Rebbe suggested the following understanding of this Gemara. He says, when the Gemara and the Pasuk, and the uh, Bracha, Elokei Avraham, the God of Abraham, the God of Yitzhak, the God of Yaakov, it doesn't only mean that Hashem had a personal relationship with each, and each and every one of us should remember, put your name in, that Hashem has a personal relationship with you, but it refers to the three traits that each of them excelled in. Avraham excelled in chesed or Kimilus chasodim, kindness, the practicing of good deeds. Yitzchak represents avoda, service of God, prayer. And Yaakov represents Torah, and therefore that Mishnah, at the beginning of Pirke Avos, which teaches us that upon three pillars the Jewish world stands on these three pillars they are hinted at in this verse here with Avraham, Chesed, Yitzchak, Avoda and Yaakov Torah. And it continues, Yochoh I might think that the concluding bracha would be Avram Yitzhak Yaakov, meaning all three, that all three traits are equal. No, the bracha, you Avram, your trait of chesed is above the others. Now, some learn that this refers that in the end of days, The quality of chesed, of kindness, is going to be most significant. But I'd like to go a little bit differently. I heard beautifully from one of my teachers the following explanation. What do you mean that chesed is more important? After all, the Mishnah says that the Jewish world stands on three legs. What's the concept? of chesed being more important. And his explanation was beautifully the following, that each of the three, namely Torah, Avoda, and Gemilus Chasadim, each of these three, each requires chesed. Torah requires chesed. What does that mean? It means that the Gemara tells us towards the end of Sota excuse me, sukkah 49, that that which we say, sing tonight, as part of Esha's chayol, we say, The Torah of kindness is on her tongue. Asks the Talmud, Is there a Torah of kindness and a Torah not of kindness? And the Gemara answers, Yes. A Torah that is shared is a Torah of kindness. A Torah that one who has it but keeps it to himself, that is not a Torah of kindness. So the first thing we are being taught is that Torah requires chesed. Share the Torah that you have. As we find as well, a little bit later, in Pirkei Avos, whereby we're told Torah Harbei if one was privileged and has studied a great deal of Torah, tova literally it means don't think you're so smart don't think you're so great why nozarta because after all this is what you were created for, you were put in this world for. But the other explanation is no. If you learned a lot of Torah, don't keep the tova, don't keep the goodness, don't keep the Torah to yourself, share it with others. So Torah needs chesed. Avoda needs chesed. What does that mean? That prayer needs chesed? Think about it. When we pray, we pray for ourselves, or no? Look throughout our Shemona Esrei, and our prayer is in the plural. Rifaenu. We pray not just for ourselves who might need a refuah shleima, a healing. We pray for others. We pray for all those in Israel. Our prayers are Chesed. Oriented for the next one. And wait a minute, I hear that somebody needs a shirach. I hear that somebody needs a job. I wish I knew somebody right now for that person. I'll think about it. I wish I had a job for them. But you know what I can do for them? What kind of ishtadlis can I do for the next person? I could pray. My prayer is a form of chesed. Within my prayer itself is the element of chesed that I want to do Chassadim for the next one. And finally, gemilus Chassadim, the doing of kind deeds requires chesed. Now what does that mean? So the obvious situation is that there's a family down the block and the breadwinner is out of work I take an envelope, I put a thousand dollars into the envelope, which is very nice, and I knock on the door and I say, here, I'm sorry to hear that you're out of work, I hope this helps you, etc. Now that's a chesed, but it's not chasodim tovim. The best form of chesed would be slip it under the door and run away, that when they find the envelope, And they can use the envelope, and they're most appreciative, but they haven't lost their dignity. They haven't felt, forgive me, a little bit unfortunate and embarrassed and ashamed because they have no job, etc. The idea that chesed requires chesed. Let's take another example. You mean well, and you're going to be menachem ovel. You're going to console the mourner. But sometimes, I know this from personal experience, some people stay too long. And by staying too long, what started out as a mitzvah becomes an additional burden for the mourners. They need a break. They want to walk around. They're just confined too often, and they need to be able to get up. You mean well. A person has to think, how are my chasadim doing? My chasadim should be in such a way that they are chasadim tovim. When someone comes to your home and they knock on the door and they ask for either themselves or for an institution, offer them a drink. Don't just give begrudgingly just the opposite. Thank you for the opportunity of my helping. Let them feel that they did you a favor, just like Rus says to Naomi when she says, wow, where did you get all this today? She says, The name of the man who did for me today is Boaz. What does that mean? She did for Boaz, she made Boaz into a giver. When we give charity, we are being enhanced our character. We have to thank the person. So therefore, this Gemara, which sounds a bit cryptic, at the beginning with the insight of the Kotzka Rebbe, we're saying every day, the God of Avraham Chesed, the God of Yitzchak Avoda, the God of Yaakov Torah, and Becho Chosmin, with your Midah Avraham, we should each of us work to make sure that our Torah, Avodah, and Gemilus Chasadim is permeated with Chesed. Shabbat Shalom to all.